Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. You need a professional-looking resume if you want to get an agent, a manager, or let's face it, a job. We're going to talk about that today. Acting Class Weekly with legendary character actor Sean Whelan. Lessons, tips, and insight into the craft and business of acting from a man who's been directed by the likes of Spielberg, Eastwood, Tim Burton, Ang Lee, Michael Bay, Wes Craven, Tom Hanks, and many more of Hollywood's A-List. He is 30 years an actor and your professor, Sean Whelan. All right, let's talk outerwear. Let's talk outerwear. So this is what I'm thinking. The blue jacket for kind of artsy things. Mm -hmm. Auditioning, I feel, is artsy. This is nuts and bolts business, so I feel like the business jacket works for this one. Well, I feel like this is could be artistic as well. Okay, but how you put it? it, But on the coat, on the jacketometer, I don't know if it goes into blue jacket. No, no, it's not into blue jacket, but maybe gray. I could have done a gray, you think? Yeah. Maybe a little tweed? Yeah, a little tweed. A little tweed on a the elbows. Tweed. Yeah, yeah. It's a little hot for a tweed. It's a little hot for anything. Yeah, it is. Welcome to Los Angeles. You're not here yet, but if you get here, you'll know what we're talking about. Well, they about. might be here. They, you might be here, too. That's true. You're you all over the place. You're not looking. You don't know their lives. I don't know their lives. I don't know you. Okay. So I'm just getting, I'm getting offended for you. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what I do. I'm empathetic. That's what actors do. We dive into people's behavior. Uh, we're going to talk about something important. Not a crazy deal breaker. If you have an amazing reel and you have an amazing um, uh, headshot. Uh, headshot, yes, thank you. That's the time that they take a picture of your head and they, yeah, they yeah, put yeah. that there. Yes, and they mm-hmm. put that there. If you have two really good of those, it's not going to kill you. But man, as my agent said, just put your best foot forward. Put your best stuff forward. Don't give us a reason to not like you because, listen, my girlfriend was in HR. They literally almost didn't hire somebody because they didn't send a thank you note within 24 hours. Yeah. So there's tiny weird things, and this could be one of them. Now, that was just one person, my agent. Other people could literally go, not formatted right? Forget it. And like, I've definitely it's heard like, it. Yeah. I've heard it be, be said before, uh, and even for AfterBuzz TV, a little peek behind the curtains. I actually take all applications for hosts. Okay, that's what I do. I review host applications, sure, which is kind of similar uh, and with the yeah. resumes. Okay, and I I just can't bring somebody in who has so many mistakes on their resume because it shows a, a lack of care for details. Yeah, and if you don't care about the details, you can't really do the job well. Right. Um, right. It, it, it is it is a representation of you. When you give hand this headshot with your resume on it, it's the first um, encounter they're really going to have with you or if your agent sends it over as well. So it's 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 very important. Uh, as always, I am here with Miss Phenomenal, Roxy Stryer. Thanks, Sean. And in the booth, Mr. Funtabulous, our producer. What is up, guys? Looking forward to the show. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. Um, and you're Sean Whalen, and your name's on the sign. And my name is Sean Whalen. My name's on the sign. Still a little. I mean, um, is it weird that I'm an actor, but I'm still a little humble about it? You get weird. That's why I said it. Your name's on the sign. I, I don't know why. Said, oh, my name's Sean Whalen. My name's yeah, on the yeah, sign. Yeah. Just on the sign. I mean, I'm not saying I'm Marlon Brando or as good as him, but like he hated all that. He was just always about everybody else. He didn't want to talk about himself. He just wanted to do the work. And I. Ten years ago, Sean would be like, and I don't know, I guess maybe it's, as I get older, I mellow out a little bit on that. It's weird, but you have to. No, I know. I'm owning it. I'm slowly owning it. 2019, I'm definitely owning it. So, as always, we're going to talk about Sean's Week. One, two, three. Sean's Week. I feel like we should go back to maybe trying different accents. 
Oh, okay. We can do that. In a, uh, which Shall we do it now? No, no we got to prep for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so next week we'll talk about a good maybe, accent. Maybe British. One Romanian? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can nail my Romanian by next week. <laughs> you Ro- can't even Roma- say Roma- it. Romanian. You can't even say it. Romanian. My Romanian next- lettuce. Well, I, t- I have a whole week to nail. Have you have a whole week. Uh, but let, uh, we're going to talk about my it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So really, guys, this week, two things was I am putting on a sketch show at Playhouse West where the neighbors comedy dojo is the school. The company is called The Neighbors. These are students that have worked with me for three months and they're putting on their sketch show Friday night. And we had blocking and um, props rehearsal Monday with some tech and then full dress two runs last night. I am so excited for the show. Sean, you told me, I I hope you don't mind that I say this, but you told me something really interesting that I thought you handled incredibly well. Okay. uh, That there was a last minute situation. Oh, with that movie thing? No, no. uh, With the show. Of of somebody who may or may not have had an issue with being able to make it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, crazy. No, so this is, thank you for reminding me because it's, this is. I'm like, do I have to? No, no, no. This is, this is producing. Yeah. This is producing. If you guys ever watch, please watch uh, Wag the Dog because you you get to see Dustin Hoffman and Robert De Niro on screen together in a comedy gold. And it's Barry Levinson. So amazing. You should see it. But he's always making jokes and they say, well, this is a problem. And he goes, this is not a problem. And this is Dustin Hoffman as a producer of films. He goes, this isn't a problem. Try shooting six months in the Sahara Desert and you're just about to wrap and you find out you don't have the rights to the book. (laughs) He goes, that's a problem. And there's all these jokes. So what Roxy's referring to, someone calls me and says, I can't do the show. I said, why not? He goes, I don't have a sitter. The, my family, who's going to watch my son, who's four years old, he gets custody every summer. He said, I, I, I have no sitter. I don't think. And I was literally like, yeah, we're going to find one. Uh, you're gonna, I, I started talking to my daughter, who was going to come to the show. She would do it. R- reached out to some friends who were nannies, friends of nannies. And I had got it covered very quickly. But luckily, he called me back and said, hey, one of my family members who I didn't think was going to be in town is going to come in town. Got it handled. But that's producing. You just immediately went in to solve this. Yeah, you have to put out fires. But I can't believe that you have – there's a professional actor who would say to you – I just can't do the show. Well, no, he said we have a problem. Then, then he just said, "Listen, if it's if you can't do it, because see, he's a. I have my five main cast, and then I have these kind of featured to fill holes. Because with five people doing costume changes all the time, it'd just be everybody be waiting the whole show. Mm -hmm. So I have some featured guys. So he was a smaller, and I understood what he was saying. He was saying like, "Listen, it's going to be fine." And I was like, "No, it's not," because there's one sketch. It's just him and another guy. And I said, "I can't do that to that guy." I realize now that he called me before he calmed down and tried to f- solve the problem. So it was a panic call. I got a panic you know call I mean? from somebody this week. Yeah, did you? His name was Sean. There we go. Because she called me and said, and that was all this stuff was hitting down my calendar. And that was my second thing is doing a uh, doing our second coaching. Yeah, we had our second one. And this was the deep one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Little light one, the first one, and then the deep one, and that's the reason that it's one audition, uh, but it's showing the two sides of this woman. And uh, how did you feel doing the deeper one? I feel this like week? it's more in my wheelhouse than the other one was, which is interesting. It's harder to be casual. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's so much harder. People yeah. think it's easy. It's not. It's no. much harder because there's things to grab onto when you're doing deep, and being casual is much harder. Yeah, being but lighter. It, it was interesting. I think that it gave me a lot to work on and think about, and uh, we're going to work on it again next yeah. week. So. It's uh, it's so fun to work with you. It's it so really is. It is. It's really great. It's been cool. I just, I'm, it's so funny because, like, rust is a thing. And you get rusty when you're not working. Yeah. 
And it's so just like I'm, working I'm just happy out. to be back at it's it. It's just like working out. It's muscles. It's toning. Mm-hmm. It's keeping that thing sharp. And just a little note, the third thing was due to the um, this show, Acting Class Weekly with Sean Whalen, I got a new student. Tell me more. He looked it up on Spotify and acting, uh, acting, had, you know, whatever, uh, was typing in the search for acting. We wow. came up. I think you just aged yourself a little bit there. I did. No, no, no. You I, know, he was doing the, the computer. He was typing it into I was doing the, the this searcher. Thing. The search, the I'm s- doing smoke signals. <laughs> like I, <laughs> he, he looked up acting. Uh, he looked up acting. <laughs> Ours came up, and he recognized my name and face, and then that, it was off to the races. And cool. he Where's signed he up. Uh, he is in... Te- te- I think I'm going to say Texas. But it could be He's Tennessee. He's in Texas. Could be Tennessee. We don't know. Sometimes I don't really pay that. It's two hours ahead of me. That's mm. all I know. Okay. It's in the central time zone. So, uh, but he said he was a big listener of the podcast. So, with that in mind, yeah, Roxy, tell us about things they can do to help us uh, get more views. Well, to him and to anybody else who is listening or watching this right now, we really appreciate it. And something we would love from you guys, if you could rate, comment, subscribe. So, why do those things matter, Sean? When you rate and when you subscribe, uh, there we like go with that It's like a warm music. shower. It's oh, just it. like a waterfall. I was going to say warm blanket. I don't really feel it's, like it's, it's, like it's comfort. It's comfort. So when you rate and you subscribe, we actually go up in the rankings, and that means more people can find the podcast, which of course we would love, because the more of a community we have, the better it is and the longer that this show can go on for. And when you comment, we know what it is that you guys want us to talk about, which is really important, because right. the whole reason we do this is for you. So speaking of those comments, Comments. I did go over to Apple Podcasts to see what people had to say. Ooh. Last week I read a couple of them, and I wanted to read two more, even though Ooh. there's plenty more. But if you guys give us a, a review on Apple Podcasts, then we will read them on the show. We will get to you eventually, so make sure you give us that five stars. This first one is coming from BMAC51388. What do you think that is? BMAC. It must be Bernie Mac. It's Bernie Mac. It must be Bernie the celebrity. Mac. We had you guys know. Uh, Bernie Mac writes, very helpful. Five stars. Thank you. Uh, great podcast. I also took Sean's advice and read Jenna Fisher's book. Everyone interested in the business should pick up a copy. It's funny and informative. Please keep your shows coming. Dash Brian. Maybe nice. Bernie Mac goes by Brian sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, just occasionally. When he's checking into a hotel. <laughs> this one is coming from Steuven, not Steven, Steuven. Steuven. So Stu it's for one short. of our Dutch students. He says, Sean Whalen has so much, and then dot, dot, dot. So I don't know what the rest of that title was. Wow. But it has five stars, and the comment <laughs> says, I wasn't sure how to start my career in Los Angeles as an actor, but thankfully I found a lot of good information for somebody who's starting out. Can't recommend this podcast enough. Wow. Thank you, Steuven. These are amazing. Yeah. I'm very humbled by these. They're so exciting. I can't. I, I, I every time it. I read two, I want to just give you a third one. But I'm I know. Not, not, I know. We got the, the rules are the rules. We, Sean. The rules are the rules. We got to get into the show. We got to teach you guys how to do a resume. It's really important. So listen, I knew what I was going to say, but I got some physical backup in terms of slides and things like that. Uh, for so I highly recommend this website, dailyactor.com. Had you heard of this website before? I actually hadn't. I just kind of googled. Uh, creating a theatrical resume just to see if they match up. And obviously I do my research because I want to see if there's anything new or different than when I started doing is, it. Is it very different than when no, you started? not at all. For resumes, it's not. No, it's pretty much the same. It's very much the same. Um, so, again, it's dailyactor.com and you just spent how to build a theatrical resume. Really good, really informative. A couple things, again, like just like Jenna Fisher's book that I disagree with sometimes, but that's okay. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, but that's the point of this, Sean. There's kind of, di- there's different ways to do it, so yeah. I'm curious how you do it, and right. then also what they recommend. Exactly. So, so I just took the stuff that I 100% do and agree with. So, number one, Uh, are the basics, just the simple rules. Your resume is always just one sheet of paper. Everything you need is going to be on one sheet of paper. That's it. I cannot tell you how many times people send me five sheets or something. It is the worst. One sheet of paper. And before we do this, guys, the first thing that popped up on Google is templates. Templates, templates, templates. 
Okay, there are tons of templates of these. Uh, uh, that's actually the wrong slide. Even if you use Pages, yeah, Pages has templates. Yeah, like there's so Word many acting. Templates. You can do acting resume templates. There's tons of them, so there's really no excuse. Okay, the other thing that's a little bit odd about this. Usually paper is what eleven and a half by seven and a half. Eight, eight, it's eight, eight, eight by half, eleven. Eight, eight and a half by eleven. Seven, uh, it's around I, eight the by math, eleven. The math people are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a eight and a half by eleven, right? And so this yes, needs right. to fit on eight by ten. So it goes on the back of your resume, two staples at the top. Make sure the pointy part is not on your picture, but on the resume part when you staple it. And then you either... So the smooth side is on your photo. Smooth side's on your photo of the staple. Uh, You could do sticky glue if you want, you know, whatever you want to do if you want to. But you're going to cut the um, extra paper off or you're just going to print it on 8x10 paper so it fits neatly around your 8x10 headshot. This is a basic, the, again, these are just the nuts and bolts of what it's supposed to look like. Obviously, as Roxy said, and it has to be common sense, please make it look clean and professional. Right. Clean and professional, nice and simple. No crazy fonts. This isn't, this isn't showcasing your artistic wackiness. That's not what this is for. That's for your real. That's for maybe your headshot, but this is just nice, clean, and professional. No crazy fonts. We recommend Times New Roman or Arial. Very simple fonts, okay? Keep it nice and simple. Now, and then other basic rule, uh, it's kind of like a don't, but I'll give you a pre-don't. Never lie on your resume. Don't lie on your resume. Don't make things up. This is a small town. People talk. I am here because on this podcast, because it's a small town and people talking. And yeah. we were in a coffee bean, and that's how this whole thing, you can listen to the episodes and how this started. Let me ask you this, though, Sean. Yeah. Because there's one thing is lying and another thing is exaggerating. So obviously if you write a credit that you never say I say that I was in Bridesmaids okay. and I had a role. That's just a blatant lie. I was not. Absolutely. Say that I say I am... A yoga expert. I'm an expert in yoga. And I am decent at yoga, but I I think if I touched up for a couple of weeks, I would be better. Is that a lie? Uh, It just is you should only put things, and we'll get to that in the parts of the special skills, but you should really only put things you're actually good at now. That they could call you in tomorrow. I mean, that's really the rule. Can they call you up tonight and say, hey, be in our office first thing tomorrow morning to show us your expertise? And if you can't, then don't put it. Got it. Okay. All right. First thing on there is the slide you'll see your name, your contact information, physical description, union affiliation. That's if any. So take a look at that. You can format it a couple of different ways. So the first one you're going to see you're going to see your name, right? Nice and big, right in the center. Union affiliation right underneath it. The problem may be what if you're not in the what if you're not in the union yet? Um, I don't know what to do about that, right? So, just put your phone number, that's another thing cuz you don't have a union affiliation. So pick what you want to put. Uh, probably your phone number is a really good so idea. Should you write non-union? No. You should write nothing if you are non-union. Absolutely. Okay. Nothing. Just what put, if you are SAG eligible? Do uh, you write SAG-E? There is two schools of thought on that. Some people say it's fine to do. I don't see really the downside of it. I'm sorry, Sean. Will you just tell people what SAG eligible would SAG mean? SAG eligible then? means, so what you have to do, you have to get really two jobs to join SAG. One makes you eligible. The second one makes uh, means you must join it. So if you've done one of those jobs or gotten enough uh, vouchers from doing extra work, different show, uh, you will be SAG eligible. And that means you can do all SAG work. But as soon as you get another SAG job, you, you, have, to. you have to join. Okay? So we will talk about that on the Joining SAG show, which will be coming up in the future. And um, because we are, we do all this uh, behind the scenes, peek at the curtain, we are live. Sean, I'm just yeah. going to tell you, we need you to adjust your mic cable in case anybody's hearing that buzzing. Is that me? Maybe they're not. So what I want you to do is unplug. Yep. 
do, do a full unplug. Yeah, there we go. I'm just teaching Sean all these things. He's telling us about acting, and we nailed it. It's great. This is a uh, podcasting and acting class uh, tutorial. Apparently. And did we fix it? We fixed it. Sounds good. How do you? How do you? So here's the thing. I was stuck between a rock and a hard place. There, I was going to do it for you. People would see my hands. But how did you know that was it? Because I've worked here for ten years. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Right, right, Jeff. Absolutely, I'm about that. Abs- no, it's all good. And you know, did you hear it, Ezra, Jeff? I heard it too. And, yeah. and another little peek behind the curtain, guys. Uh, as an actor, you want to be aware of everything on set at all times. And uh, there may have been a little sneaky message up on the screen here too, Sean. So I'm <laughs> but going I, to. But even if I saw that, I'm going to be honest. Know. I know I wouldn't know. What That's probably true. Adjust your mic cable. I knew Sean would be like. I'd be. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good general lesson though for actors. Whenever you're on set. Be looking around. You know, yeah, but now I know this. Yeah, now I know this. The more you know. Now I know this. I love that you said to me, how did you know? Yeah. Ten, it was ten like, years. Yeah, ten exactly. Ten years at this desk shop. So back at the uh, title. So then we're going to have your name, uh, physical description. Wait, sorry, Sean. So the two schools of thought are about oh, SAG-E. Yeah. Uh, you, it's not a deal breaker. It's Some people just don't prefer it um, in terms of... It, again, these are those choice things that so some, it's not you, a deal breaker. You could it write saggy or not. Or not. Depending on what you're going out be, for, probably. Right. And if you think it's going to be helpful, maybe for a specific project. Great. Um, physical description on the right or left, if you would like to put that. That's your height, your weight, hair, and eyes. Just those four things. Keep it nice and simple. Now, Sean, for those words for hair and eyes, do you recommend basics or description? Like, Basic so color. Just Hair brown, is color. Blonde. Yeah. yeah, brown. So yeah, not, you're not going to go dirty blonde. Yeah, not, not dirty blonde with the brown. hand tone. No, I think dirty blonde might be okay, but I would just put blonde. Blonde. I think it's the the simpler the better. What if you change your hair color often? Then you're going to have to change your resume often. Great. Pretty much. Um, and then again, the top one you can see is someone who has an agent and is working because they are SAG after, right? The bottom one you can spread it out a little bit. Your name, your phone number, and then. Then you have the height, weight, hair, and eyes. Two good ways. One if you're working, one if you're not. Sean, That's at the top. This weight one. I okay. know a lot of people get weird about it. Okay. Should you write your actual weight? You should at least do a range that makes sense. Okay. I'm not going to put 230. It's just no one's going to so believe me. So you think me. that people can write an actual range? Uh, no. No, no, no. no. I'm num- saying within the range. If you're going to pick a number, make sure it's somewhere within your wheelhouse. Great. That'll help. Okay, so that's the top of the resume. Okay, so we're looking at a rectangle, right? And then the next part is your experience. Now, you want to put these uh, either to the most recent job or in prominent order. Now, what does prominent order mean? Prominent order means if I have three independent uh, USC films, but I just booked Clint Eastwood's new movie or um, did Clint Eastwood's new movie a couple years ago, put the Clint Eastwood first. Put the most prominent, larger credit first. Now, should that be by role or by project? By probably director, you have to weigh it out. Okay. Director, project, and role. I'm going to say director and project, not role. It doesn't matter if you're the lead in a USC film. So if you're a co-star in something that's bigger than what you're in a lead in, then you put the co-star role. Exactly. Okay. So then, now this is for TV and film with minor adjustments. So always the first thing you do is film. Film is first. Now, this guy was different. The guy on DailyActor.com said, you know, he does a resume for theater, a resume for a... Now, separate pieces separate, of Separate. That's what he does. And we haven't done a lot of theater shows yet, but we will get into that. But this is for people trying out. The assumption is for TV and film. So film first. And on the left-hand side, you're going to put the title of the show. Okay? In the middle section, you say what how large your role was. Co-star lead supporting one of those right yes that's right in the middle column and then on tv this is real important the network and then the director okay 
uh, that is really helpful. So you or, said film first, so the, the flip yeah, yeah. of this, so, right? So the flip okay. of this. Yeah, he didn't have a slide of this. Um, I do recommend for anybody who is on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever listening device right now to switch over to YouTube for this. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so you, you can, can see, see some, some more. Of this if you, Thank if you're you. having a hard time visualizing. Thank you for that. And then, uh, so title of show, middle, and then for film, you just put the director. Not obviously, there's no network in film, but you don't do the studio. It's not like Sony, Ron Howard. What you if, just put the director? What if the studio is the name and the director is not? Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. So even if it was I've done somebody's directors. first project, doesn't matter. But it's with Disney. You wouldn't write Disney. You would write. No, you just put. Yeah, you just put their name. Okay. It's really more about the in film. That's in film. And do you have to write directed or you just director? Put D-I-R period. Period. D-I-R Great. period. That's film. Then TV, which we just had up there. If we could throw that up there again, Jeff. The TV one, it's kind of the same thing. It's the title of the television show and the middle, the role, what size the role was. And then the network, comma, and then the director. So you're never writing your character name? No, you are not writing your character name. And, Sean, let me ask you this. With now things being on streaming and digital, what counts as television? Uh, You can put web series. In television. Or would you want web series as a different... Web series would be in television. Okay. So if it was a YouTube series, series you did. Yeah, web series or new media is going to go under Under television. television. Unless it's a feature that was on... Yes, what and about a short the, film? You can do a you can do a film if it was a film on Netflix. It's still a film, and we'll go under film. No, a short film. So if it, not a uh, not a web series, if it was a short, short films film, go under films. Under films. Yep, exactly. So web series under TV, short film under film. Exactly. So the only category should be television, film, film and theater. Exactly. Okay. And then you do theater, which is the last one. Okay. Uh, theater is uh, you just put. The name of the theater. So, again, on the left side, the project. Now, in theater, you put the role. Okay? That's where you put the role. The name of the character. The name of the character that you played. Okay? So, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Riff Raff. And then you say where the theater, what the theater was and where it is. And why is this, Sean? You know what? I'm not going to say that I absolutely know, Mm -hmm. but I think they want to know where you were performing, where these theaters are. So, they will understand. Let's, Let's say you have... You know, in your training, which we'll get to, the you know university acting something of Nebraska. Then they say, oh, they did those plays there, and then they came to Los Angeles and did some plays. Got it. So it just so kind of differentiates. Nowhere on this, Sean, does it say the year of any project you're a part of? No. You do it in order of important. Like, so I had theater stuff. Uh, I did a play with Daphne Zanega, like I said, with the Bacante at UCLA. I had that on there for a while until, you know, I got too many credits that it didn't fit and we'll show what, what's happened to me um <laughs> we'll show what's happened we'll to show me. what's happened to me uh, i don't know i'm i apologize in advance honestly look at me i don't know i don't own it so now uh, that you're doing this show yeah would you put this show a podcast on the same resume or no not really because it doesn't apply to acting roles so none of the podcasting or hosting no. thing should go on this no. separate resume separate resume jobs. absolutely last question along that the, uh-huh. This is a very recent development in okay. podcasting, but now there are narrative podcasts. So, like, there is acting happening on podcasts, which is kind of strange. Like, I know, like, Oscar Isaac is doing a scripted podcast for a so – I, I don't know if, if we have an answer for that. Almost but like it, VO. Well, here's the thing. Is it visual or is it VO? No, it's VO. Then you would not put it because on there. It's got to be on film. Or we. this is presentational on film or on a stage. Hmm. That's the only kind of the a it, voiceover resume is a completely different resume. Oh, so you're not actually putting any of your VO stuff on here. No. So if you if you voice something in Lion King, that does not go under film. Uh, it it again that depends on the project. If it's Lion King, then that's a little bit different. A voiceover podcast is not the same. But thing. Um, but Family Guy would that go under TV? Or you're saying don't put any VO on there. Uh, that's a really good question. I I think you're not supposed to put any, but again, I think there's a 
there's a range. Once you get into network television voiceover or big project, big movies, big television shows, I think yes, they can go on there. But do not put more than just a couple. Okay. You know, if you are just a voiceover artist, you're not going to put that on your theatrical resume. Got it. Theatrical, this is a theatrical resume. Again, we want to see you. And we'll talk about also other things not to put on there. Then specials, uh, under the, underneath that is training. Okay? So the training, you do on one column, you have the class or the teacher that you took. Okay? So let's say you would say, Sean, uh, private coaching Sean Whalen. And then in the middle, you would say scene study. And that's how you break down training and where you did it. Okay. So it wouldn't just say Sean Whalen scene study. It would say private coaching Sean Whalen. You could say uh, Sean Whalen parentheses coaching because that's what you do. You're doing with me, you know. And then you could say scene study Los Angeles. If you didn't want to put the coaching, that's okay too. Sean Whalen coaching or Sean Whalen scene study. Los Angeles. Yeah, Los Angeles. And you'd put where? For the people that are Skyping in with you, Sean, or mm-hmm. anybody like that, do they put where you are or where they are? Where? Uh, that's a good point. I would put where I am. So Los Angeles. Yeah, he's, Los he's Angeles. a Los Angeles coach. Yes, I'm a Los Angeles coach. Yep, exactly. So if you take a class at Playhouse West, it's going to be uh, Meisner Tech. Uh, it's going to be Playhouse West, middle column, Meisner Technique. Los Angeles. Okay? So those three break underneath. That's training. What if you go to... So this is something... uh, This is a personal question, but maybe other people have it. Sure. Uh, I was a theater major at USC. Right. Obviously, I had... 50 different professors throughout my time there to get my theater degree. You would have probably had the same thing, Sean. Acting coaches? Yeah, acting coaches. Acting classes. You pick one or two. And you put them on and you write USC? Or you write... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would put... uh, You would put... So nowhere do you put your degree? Whatever the class, if if it's a theater degree, yes. you can put that on there too. So where, how would you? You and would where put would you? like uh, USA bachelor, and then the middle would be Bachelor of Fine Arts Acting, Los Angeles. Got it. Okay, so that's all training, and then underneath that, if you have room, and I this is a big thing that big I if. big if if you have room, if you're thing is full you don't need to put special skills you can put just a little asterisk special skills upon request something small but you may not have enough room if you start building it and building it well uh so under special skills it's very easy you just list it with commas special skills and we'll talk about the most important thing only things like we talked about that you really can do really well on very short notice okay so i can do a southern accent. So I would put southern accent. I can do a British accent. So I would put British accent. Are you not going to put the specific region? No. You, you just put to say British, British accent. accent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could if you wanted to. Uh, but again, we don't try to, we're not trying to complicate things. They're just trying to get a snapshot of who you are right. and what you've been doing and what you've been up to and how you've gotten to this place. So... The most important thing, according to my manager and agent, is accents, strong accents. And then after that, really just things you're excellent at. You played badminton at your uncle's, uh, at your uncle's barbecue four times. Please don't list badminton. You know what I mean? So here's here's the way that I learned what to put in that section. Okay. If you're on either Actors Access or LA Casting, they will have an entire list of things that they call special skills. And, and you, can you can click, click which them. level of expert, moderate, right. whatever it is. Yeah. So that helped me know, like, oh, I'm... I'm very, very well trained in ping pong. I've been a ping that's a true story about me. I'm excellent okay. at ping pong. My dad was all state. We grew up playing ping pong. Okay. And I was like, oh, ping pong is actually, a, in case they ever needed it, it's a special skill yeah. of mine listed later, but yeah. it's a special skill. So if you're curious about something, um, you can look on there and see what people consider special skills. Yeah. And you can, after accents. right. But you can also say you are very, very, only the, you can do all those things on Actors Access to rate the range, Moderate, but only put a few of the expert things right. on the actual paper resume that you're putting on the back. Oh, you should see me play, Sean. Uh, 
I'm, I'm a little play. frightened because I, I'm a little cocky, but I'm spin. actually, I'm cocky at my skills at ping pong, but I'm actually have no skills to back up the cockiness. I love people like that though. Yeah. Cause you take people, me well, People challenge me all the time. I'm like, no, right. no, but I'm, I'm actually good. Yeah. 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 I'm actually good. And you try to warn them. Yeah. I try. You should, you should hustle. Jeff, mm-hmm. uh, me you and Roxy are getting a van and doing some ping pong hustling for, I think I'm pretty good at ping pong. So I'm excited about this idea. Well, no, you, so I'd be the opener, right. To hook them in to the betting. And then we said like that. And then, you know, you should be like the casual, uh, uh, sister or something, and they go, "Well, I want her to play." And they go, "Well, all, all right." And then we throw in all the money, yeah. and then you take it. And then, of course, we have to get out of town. Uh, so is this a heist movie all of a sudden? There? No, 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 no. It's not heist. We didn't. Well, we got to go get it's a, the money. It's a. It's Who, where's the money coming from? Where's the score? What's the Scorsese pool movie? Right? Isn't there a? Oh, we're hustling people. Hustle. We're hustling. It's a people. hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. a hustle. It's a con. It's a what's it called? What's it's a game. It's a what's it it's called? A, a graph grift. It's a grift. We're grifting. Okay. Hustling, grifting. I think we're grifting really well. Too. We're doing really well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's basically your resume, okay? From top to bottom. I have one one more comment on yes. that, Sean, because early on um, I got advice from somebody that I should print my resumes on the back of my headshots so that it was one sheet of paper. You know what I'm talking about? Like a double-sided yes. sheet. Yes. Uh, and I got, I think, 250 of them done. It was the biggest mistake ever because you have to update your resume so often right. that I had to throw them out after like a month i um, really recommend so not so doing I, it i i just want to advise against in case yeah. anybody says and like i'm super ocd about things too so i i like the fact that i had no staples no gluten no yes. mu- anything but it was a huge mistake yeah huge mistake it is uh, it's a really bad so, to print that many as well so yeah because it, it can be expensive printing things it's so it's save a, yourself the money yeah it is it, you don't want to do that so do's and don'ts according to my manager and agents yes do again, we don't want to be insulting, clean, professional, centered. The columns we showed you, nice and centered, evenly spaced, nice and clean looking. So, you mean centered on the page, but still left hand margin, right? Left hand margin, but I mean, you know, the columns are going to be centered right. and lined up. Um, everything spelled correctly. Again, I'm shocked that my agent actually said this to me. But this is the standard. She goes, you don't know how many I get where there's just basic misspellings of things. Tevelision. You know? You know I love Tevelision. I do, too. Who wasn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. Everybody does. But, uh, all right. Good. Okay. This is one that my manager, Gary, really pushed was have it match IMDB. Now we can check. Mm-hmm. We can check. If you go, I was excellent in this short film at Nebraska State University. Great. Show me the film. And we talked about the reel a couple of weeks ago. That's another episode. Check it out. That you should be able to match this stuff can you as put, much as you can. Can you put something on there that hasn't come out yet? Yes, absolutely. Even though they can't see it. That and means. if they ask about it, you can say coming out in six months or coming out yes i will send you the link as soon as it comes out or anything absolutely because you're not lying and you're saying i have no problem backing it up sean i can't stop staring at your resume okay holy crap well go to the top i guess he was there yeah so that yeah this is (laughs) so i only had room for yeah i've done a few things uh yeah so i just had room for my management and my agents just my name, no room for physical stuff because I've been around and that's they had to break the format. So this is not the format if you're starting out. The format we showed you is the one that's starting out, but this is Sean, this is nuts. <laughs> nuts. <laughs> yeah, funny. and there's more and there's and stuff we had to leave off, obviously. You don't even write uh sag on yours because it's assumed at this point, yeah, yeah. They just know. And listen, I've been around long enough that they know <laughs> Sean, who I am. It's insane. Is it insane? Well, I mean, yes. Yes. I mean, I don't really know. Well, I went on IMDb recently, and it said 140 projects, right? Same. But then I... (laughs) But when I went to, like, Bold and the Beautiful as one of the projects, I did 38 episodes of that. So it's really... You did 38 episodes of Bold and the Beautiful? Yeah. Uh huh. Over a, over a couple of years, I did like a year can and a half we, one, can, and then a couple of years, and the, then a couple of years. The set be next week. Can yeah, you, you want to hear some set yeah. stories from the set for that? I'm desperately, I have really good stories from the oh set my for God. that. 
Oh and, my God! Yes. As well as sitting in uh, because it's CBS Studios, but sitting in uh, Bill Maher's dressing room. What? Because they had a problem with dressing rooms, and I had to go sit in Bill Maher's dressing room for because uh, that's where they film Real Time with Bill Maher. So I had to do that. I need. I need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some good stories. stories. Yeah, really good soap Bill soap Maher, opera man. stories are really good. All right. All right. So the other thing. It's crazy, Sean. It's crazy. Uh, and then my manager said something very interesting. What do you notice first? Good credits. And I said, okay, okay, okay. But these are for people starting out. So good credits, obviously, if you've done TV, like we said, if you work with someone really good in a good film, put it on there. Okay? But good credits meaning a lead in a short film, and you can back up the short film. A lead in a... Um, in a web series, and you can show them the web series. It's a good credit. You want a good credit, meaning you can back it up. It makes sense. You're the lead in it. So that's what they're looking for. When they mean good, they just mean what we told you before. Don't lie. Don't make stuff up. Don't be tiny, tiny parts, but say you were a lead. You know, if you can't back it up, I mean, it's pretty hard not to be able to back it up at this Sean, point. what if you've done two things? If you've done two things, then your resume is smaller, but at least you have that. Hopefully, you don't have two. You mean total the, theater, you've everything. Done two, you're brand new. You're putting together a resume. Is it even worth putting together a resume if you've been in one student film and one theater production? Yes, because then you can still put hope. You can still put training and special skills and things like that. So, okay. yeah, it, so, it is worth it. And you don't pad it with anything that don't you didn't do. Don't pad it with anything you didn't do. That's where we're moving into the don'ts. No, for number one, no extra work. I went to this convention last week, and these guys are like, yeah, I'm a recurring on so-and-so. And I go, oh, really? What's your part? And he's like, I'm cop number four. And I said, I don't, and he said, well, it's extra work. Then you, yeah, okay, you're in a recurring featured extra, but it's not, you're not acting in a thing. If you put that on a resume, they do not want extra work because they're going to know if you're not, you know, SAG eligible and you have all these credits where you were a lead, then it looks like you were a lead and they're going to find out, well, that's non-union extra work. So don't pat it. Don't put extra work. Do not put, again, emphasizing no useless skills or things that you're not an expert in. Don't waste the time. Here's one that a lot of people... Uh, have issues with no commercials guys yes they're on tv but no commercials in the old days we used to put commercial list upon request guess how many people request a commercial list nobody oh they're knocking down your door they're for not, it Sean. don't put any commercials and you don't you could put the phrase it's not going to be a deal breaker but it's not worth it because they're never going to check it just doesn't matter they see it as two different things what if you have only done those two projects and you did a commercial it's still not worth it to still put it not on. worth okay. it to put it on you're padding and they know it Okay, and then obviously don't pad it with insignificant things, things, you know, parts that weren't really that you and your friends put on a play in your garage, you know, that's that no one came to or you guys were doing a scene study class and just did it for each other. That's not what they're looking for. They're looking at live performances and something that is on film or video that can be watched. But nothing theater probably will be able to be watched. No, that's true, but they can verify that you actually did it. Right. They could so, call the you, theater, they could call the theater, they could call the school. If you and your friends that want to put on a, a play, you're saying don't put that on No, your no, resume? if you rent a theater, you're you have an that. audience and you have a legit you know, shows, then yes, of course. And you can put the little city and... What about a showcase? A showcase is not to put on there. That is not the same thing as a, as a play you're cast in. Okay. And that's why we told you, and we told you this before, write your own short film, shoot it, put it on IMDb, try to get in some film festivals, and there you go. It's on the resume. You can literally build your own oh, resume yeah. with your own efforts. Another very specific question, but in training, would you put commercial training there or no? No. So nothing to do with commercials. Nothing to do with commercials on your theatrical resume, which is what this is. Interesting. Yeah. Quick and, question for you, Sean. I'm yes, sorry sir. to jump in. But, no, please. Um, so you talked about extra work. When I first moved out here, fun fact, I did a little bit of background work myself. Nice. Not an aspiring actor, but a great chance, if we have any writers listening, to see how a set works. Yeah, it's always, I always say, if you're new to town, go 
do some extra work. It's great. And yeah, just also for people who are hearing extra work, uh, it's sometimes called background acting. Background so making actors, sure that yeah. just they understand it's either or. Um, I would get to set sometimes, and you know, we'd have a scene with 100 people in an audience. And I did a John Apatow show, which was kind of cool. But he asked Very a cool. couple background actors to – they had a couple lines. It was an auction where they had to auction something. And you know, all of a sudden, they're given lines to contribute to the scene. Is that a valuable enough moment to yeah. put on a resume? Well, as soon as you get a line – you are not a feat. You're not an extra anymore. You are a day player. You have become a day player, and that is an acting role. Got it. So that's uh, valuable enough to put on a resume. Absolutely. Okay. Another question, Sean. Any of your improv classes are you able to put on your Absolutely. resume? Absolutely. That's all theatrical training. Okay. And we've said it before in our improv show. It's crucial. It's crucial that people have improv training these days because they want to see that you can think on your feet and a director can throw you any kind of curveballs or, you know, writers come in and change stuff and they want to see that you can think on your feet. So improv is, yes, is absolutely theatrical training. Great. Uh, And like I said before, don't give them a reason to throw it out. Roxy gets, you know, a headshot with five pages. It's not going to make the the deck, you know, it's not going to make the final cut, right? Because it's, or if it's formatted poorly or... because I'm kind, will sometimes look at it, but I'm annoyed as hell, and I yeah. don't even want to because it's just not right. Yeah. It's not right. Listen, in Hollywood, my ex-wife used to work at a studio where they comedies were no longer than 100 pages. Someone turns in a comedy, 115 pages, in the trash. Wouldn't even look at it. That's because crazy. they would say, I mean, because yeah. people knew the general idea is if you do your research. Here's the other thing, guys. You are so blessed to live in this time. Because you can literally Google or YouTube any of this stuff, including this show. You can find information on all this. So now more than ever, there's really no excuses not to be informed. Another question for you, Sean. Yes, ma'am. Colors. Any color no. on your... No. Same, same. You could... I guess I read that some. you can highlight your name in a different color, um, but it's it's frowned upon. Just so you want to keep simple, it basic. simple, basic black with the uh, Arial New Roman. I think I had right. Times New Roman. Times Arial, New Roman yes. Arial. Yeah, keep it very, very simple. And never do you want a picture on your resume. No, the headshot goes on, on the, the other side. side. Yep, absolutely. And one more quick question, Sean. No, this is about give, good credits versus insignificant. Yes, sir. If I book something big, but I'm cut in the edit, can that go on my resume? Yes, you can, because you did the job. You actually did the job, and it can be verified. If they thought, well, you didn't make the movie, say, yeah, I got cut out. Well, again, small town, couple of phone calls, they can find out if you were actually really in it and you actually got booked. Yep, absolutely, you were in it. I put down Ang Lee's movie, and I got cut out of that. So, because I did I did work with Ang Lee. I did shoot a scene with Ang Lee. They actually were so sweet and sent it to me. They sent the scene they cut out. It was really cool. How was it? Uh, it was fantastic. It was it was a heartbreaker, to be really I'm honest. Sorry. It wasn't anything, but uh, it was it was great. But yeah, so my stories from the set isn't going to be really a set. It's going to be obviously um, resume pertaining, right? So I had done the milk commercial. We talked about it on an episode. It kind of got me some heat. And Steven Spielberg... Heat like, for you kids is a good thing. Heat, yeah, heat saying. is a good thing. It's a good thing where people are like, wow, who is that? Kind of raising eyebrows. And Steven Spielberg saw my commercial, really liked it, wanted me to be in his movie that is executive producing, Twister. So I walk into the room. Um, the audition was... So weird. It was page, tons of pages, but like one line on each page. And Spielberg's not in there. This Spielberg is, just is the not in there. This is Jan DeBont, the director, and the casting director. And all we had to say were things like, you know, look at that. Oh my God, it's moving. Turn here. It's shifting. That's a huge one. Like just crazy lines Keep like going. that. I'm, I'm not. Oh. I just won't. <laughs> uh, so they, uh, they had us do that. So really, it was strange. Like, how do you really get to know how someone's worth it or not? So then I sat down, and the casting director pulled out my resume and started going through it. So I was in Batman Returns, right? And the latest movie, I did that in 93. I was auditioning in 95. That was coming out was 
uh, Batman Forever. That was a big movie because they had switched from Michael Keaton and I think, yeah, Tim Burton wasn't doing it anymore. And obviously it's a Batman movie. It's a Batman movie. It's huge. And she mixed it up. The casting director turned to Yana Bonnie and he's in the new Batman movie because she saw it on my resume. And I was going to sit up and go, no, 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 no. I wasn't in the new one. I was in the one a few years ago. And as I sat up to say it, I went, why would I say anything? Yeah, it's not like you told her. You I didn't it. say that. She said it. So I just shut up real quickly, back down, and he goes, oh, the new one. She goes, yeah. yeah. I mean, and she literally said this. She goes, he's really hot right now. Right in front of me. If they had asked you, Sean, which, like, what's the set been like, then uh, you have to be No, honest. no, no. I'd ask, they said, oh, how? so you're a DC person. Who was Batman Forever? Was that? Um, you were right before that it was... Uh, it wasn't. It sure. wasn't Michael Keaton. No, it no, was, no. It was, uh, it was either K- Kilmer or Clooney. Val Kilmer, it, not Clooney. Uh, it would probably be Val Kilmer. Oh my god! If anybody watching DC was listening to this right now, I would literally get shot. Yeah. I don't like when you do this to me. I'm Sean. sorry. I, I I just thought it no, would be a, on the tip of your tongue. It's a me embarrassment for Kilmer. Uh, it was, so, so it was okay. Val Kilmer, yeah, right? Kilmer. They were switching, and everyone was Thank excited you. about Val Kilmer. Oh, God. And if they would have said, oh, how is it working with Val Kilmer? I would have been honest. Again, y- you can get caught with these things. I would have said, oh, oh actually. K- Forever's the nipple one? Oh, is that the one with the nipples? I, it must have been. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah. It has I to be. I have not seen it in maybe 15 years. Yeah. So yes. listen, so I would have been honest, but just that resume, having those things currently on there helped them get a perception of me. And sure, it was a little false, but the, I, and, but, and also caveat to that story, I didn't put my milk commercial on there. I didn't have it on there. So they knew me from that separately. So, again, I was showing. They probably knew that Spielberg liked me from the milk commercial. So then they wanted to see theatrically how that worked out. If I just had commercials and my resume was nothing, it probably would have been harder to cast me. But I had done a few things theatrically, which they weren't aware of because they only knew me from the commercial, and the resume helped them see that. This is before IMDb, so that wasn't there. So the resume helped them go, oh, he's actually a real actor. I had already done People Under the Stairs and you know Batman Returns. So I had done a couple things that were worthy of saying, okay, he's a working actor. And that's what helped me get the job. So resumes are important. They can make or break you sometimes. So you want to be honest. And yes, if she would have confronted me, I would have been honest as well. So that's what you really need to know about resumes. Clean, professional, and just really simple. Don't overpad. Don't lie. Don't make things up. Don't make yourself seem better. Be honest about where you are in your journey. So, as always, where do we find you, Roxy? Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Mr. Fantabulous. You guys can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Grimm. I am at that guy SMW on Instagram and Twitter and Sean Whalen Peeps group on Facebook. You join Sean Whalen Peeps. As always, <laughs> thank you for letting me be part of your journey. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 